Ringer Dish is the place for all things celebrity, from major celebrity moments like the Met Gala and the Oscars, to the weird habits of the stars you love, to refreshers on the biggest tabloid stories from the last 20 years, Ringer Dish has all the vital details. On Tuesdays, catch Jam Session with Juliette Littman and Amanda Dobbins for Royal Family Rumors, Celebrity Real Estate, and Industry Analysis. And on Fridays, listen to Tea Time with me, Kate, and Amelia for lightning fast coverage on pressing celebrity news and gossip. Check out Ringer Dish on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Priceline. When it comes to travel, we all have that happy place, whether it's the beach, ski slopes, couples getaway, or even a visit to that best friend you haven't seen in way too long. And Priceline wants to get you there for a happy price so you never have to miss a trip. For me, my happy place is in the Mediterranean. I think I've mentioned that. Maybe it's why I like Love Island so much because they're right by the Mediterranean. But I just love the feeling of being in the sea and it's just a great sea. And now, thanks to Priceline's VIP family feature, you can go to your happy place more often while earning deals up to five times faster with a group. When one person from the squad travels, everyone gets more deals. And you even get to choose your crew. It doesn't have to be your actual family. It could be your neighbor, your roommate, your mailman, anyone. The more you travel, the more you save. And for me, I'd love to go on a trip to the Mediterranean with friends. In fact, I might be doing that in the near future. I have done it before, and it was really some of the most fun I've ever had. I went to Sicily. We had some great swimming there, me and my friends. Anyway, if you want to have a similar experience, download the Priceline app today to save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your happy price with Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. All right, it's official. I think I've discovered the ultimate coupling of all time. Like any good relationship, they really balance each other out. One is super sweet, and the other, well, they can be a little nutty sometimes. It is, of course, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. So perfect, some would call it true love. Find Reese's now at a store near you. It's just because I guess okay, like what makes it, what makes a girl high maintenance? Just like expecting somebody just to do absolutely everything for them, and I just think a relationship. I don't mm-hmm. think just because a man is a man, they have to do everything for somebody. Because it also takes away from the power that females have. Okay, so you didn't actually answer the question. What was the question? What makes a female high maintenance? I did say it. Expecting somebody just to absolutely do everything for them. But what makes a female high maintenance versus what makes a male high maintenance? Because, like, usually a man doesn't go into, like, in a relationship and saying, hey, you're going to take care of me. <laughs> Is, am I wrong? Welcome to Bachelor Party. I'm Juliette Littman. I'm here with Callie Curry. Hi, Callie. Hello. Have you recovered from The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City? I have recovered. I mean, it's the main thing I want to talk about, even though we're going to talk about Michelle. (laughs) I was going to say I've recovered because I feel like I've watched 15 things since that. Did you learn anything good that I might not know about? You usually have more info than me Mm. when it comes to Salt Lake. Oh, I did learn that Jen put out a video (laughs) that said that her assistant did not steal from Meredith and that Meredith's shop is 200 square feet and she compared it to a swap meet. Yes, she called it a 200 square foot swap meet. That was amazing. She did make a good point. Why would you not text me? I don't know. Also, because Jen had called Meredith like eight times. 
we talked a lot about Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, entirely about it on the Ringer Reality TV podcast with Rachel Lindsay. So check it out. It was a pretty fun conversation. Rachel shocked me with some of her takes. I just want to add, we were discussing how one gets um, flagged as red in the Louis Vuitton system. Someone mm-hmm. DM me to say, if you pay their paying cash very frequently, you have to like sign some kind of disclosure. And if you like refuse to sign this disclosure, then you end up on the list. So, and then apparently there's like all these like client managers. I obviously don't really understand the world of high end retail. I can only aspire to understand it one day. <laughs> um, but that's what, that's what someone DM me. So I guess that made a little more sense. It's fascinating. That's, yeah. So yesterday when you were like, I don't understand how they know all this, but usually if you're spending that much money, you have a person that's assigned to you. Mm. And so that person's going to know your spending habits pretty well and how you're paying for things. And if something doesn't make sense to them, they're going to say it doesn't make sense. Not to you, but it's to like Louis Vuitton. Yeah. 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 Now I get it. What a world. This is. This would be like a great like true life. I work at Louis Vuitton and like learn all about the spending habits of rich people. True life should come back. What happened to that show? I don't know. I don't feel like I ever, I would I feel like I'd randomly be scrolling VH1 and like if there was like a good, wait, this that's MTV. MTV. I'm yeah. thinking of real life, like what, I don't know what it's called, where they're like the real life of a millionaire or the yachts of da da da. I believe VH1. that was Robin Leach, The Secret Life of the Rich and Famous or something like that. Yeah, whatever. I like that show. <laughs> yeah. And he also, he had like the good British voice. Anyway. Let's talk about The Bachelorette. We've gone to Minneapolis. Michelle is just continuing to weed out the bummers. And we got a lot of Joe. We got a lot of Nate. I would say this is probably the most important episode of the season because those two, if those two aren't the front runners, she's in trouble. She's not finding love. Um, Brandon, I think, is thrown into that mix. Yes. Mm -hmm. But he isn't on the same level. I thought of you when he kissed her after eating the fish. That was disgusting. I loved it. You that did? was so cute. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, I obviously wouldn't like it. But when he did it, like her reaction, like the fact that he's comfortable enough to go do that. Yeah. Also, like none of the guys said anything about it. I'm like, he's so beyond them. Like she wasn't upset with him for doing it in front of the guys. I mean, she they clearly all seem li- to like him. They all seem to like each other. I know. They really do. They're like, She's like, have you, any of you ever had friends before? When I see this, I'm just like, either you're super social and friends with any everyone, or you will be friends with anyone because you have no friends. There's only one way or the other. I do think to be on the show, you have to be semi-social. I guess, except for like the, the troublemakers who are like, I'm not here to make friends or whatever. Yeah, I mean, but they're just losers most of I the time. I guess guys aren't really like that as much anyway. But then there's Chris S., who I guess is is the one who's like, I'm not here to make friends. Jamie. He said he didn't care that he was lying. Right. Well, we know he's got some issues. Um, let's start with Joe and the first one-on-one back in Minneapolis. How unfair of an advantage is it for him to have a, a, a hometown, a date in their shared mutual hometown? Very valid concern of the guys that she gave <laughs> Joe the one-on-one in their hometown. Like I was like, eh you probably should have picked someone else for this date. Like, it's just not fair. Um, but it doesn't seem like she cares much because she wants it to be Joe. She's so into him. I, I I do like him a lot after this week. His story was pretty sad. I mean... Oh, my gosh. I was shocked that he was, like, willing to open up. So forthcoming. I know. He must like her, too, because he's, as discussed, very reserved and shy. And his cry seemed like... You know, sometimes when they cry, you're like, okay... 
Like, you're, like I yeah, just you're forcing it. Did not feel that at all. I feel like he was probably like, fuck, I did not want to cry. I know. He probably didn't want to have to talk about it. I wonder how often he does talk about it. It also explains a lot about his basketball career, kind of like going south and everything. Also, that doctor, I hope he sued him. That's insane. So I wrote this in my notes that I think a lot of athletes go through that. Like what what part of it? Tons of a lot of athletes, including myself, if you go to college, especially not to take away from any like D2 or D3, but if you're going to a D1 school, you dedicated an enormous amount of your time to your sport. Mm -hmm. So your whole entire life revolves around sports. And then you graduate school and it's like, wait, now what do I do? Right. Because only, I don't even know what the percentages are. It has to be less than like 1% of people. Yeah, make, there's all those commercials during the NCAA tournament every year yeah. saying that. <laughs> Literally like less than 1% of people make it. Um, and even the ones that do, out of the 1% that do make it every year, it's even less of a percentage of people that can make it a career for, right. you know, for the rest, they can retire off that. Right. The, I think the average... Uh, span in NFL, NBA, MLB is like less than three years. So even after that, even if you do make it for a little bit and then, you know, three years later, you have nothing. It's really hard to like figure out who you are outside of sports. And I do think that athletes are a little bit of a disadvantage, or at least I thought I was when I graduated school because I graduated and then I was like, I have no internships because your whole life is is sports. Right. So you have no experience. You're just like put into the work world and you have to start from like the very, very bottom. And you're trying to figure out what you want to do when other people kind of have it more figured out by the end of college because they've got to experience things and all you've got to experience is sport, which, you know, unless you become a coach, there's that like, you know, can't take that very far. I played professionally because I was didn't want to figure it out. I didn't want to play professionally. Yeah. Where did um, you go to do that? Puerto Rico. And then I was supposed to go to Germany and I like freaked out because I really did not. I didn't want to play professionally at all. Right. Um, And I just did it because I was just like, well, what the fuck am I supposed to do now? Um, Interesting. But when you figure it out, I went to grad school, which would not recommend. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But I think that like kind of bought me time to figure it out. So while I was in grad school, I did um, an internship. I hated it. Um, and then I did another internship, which is what I went to school for, hated that. And then to get my degree, I had to do a full-time internship and that was with a PR firm. And I actually ended up like really loving it. And from that, I met a bunch of people, which led me to CAA. So I've been at oh, CAA wow. ever since then. Yeah. Um, cool. so but grad- path, I do think grad school is kind of a waste of money unless you're going to like business school. Unless, uh, I'm not even sure that's worth it, but I think for vocational schools, well, it can be worth it if you're trying to like have like entree into like a new field, but yeah, like unless you're like getting like a skill or something that's like, like law school or whatever, right. medical school. It's not, depends not worth it. what you're looking to do. Especially I, if you go to a good school and it's expensive, like, mm, I'm not sure if it's worth <laughs> oh. the loans. Um, but yeah, no. So when he was talking, I was just like, this is like so relatable to like most of my, because in college, most of your friends are athletes if you're an athlete. And like so many of my friends, like kind of, you don't really know what to do. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, I can't imagine like you also like the part about identity, even, you know, obviously I'm not an athlete, but I do think that like, if you so heavily identify yourself with like one trade or one attribute or like one thing, and then having to like, think about the, uh, who else you could be and like what else you care about is really overwhelming. Well, think about 
Joe, like Michelle still identifies him as like Mr. Basketball, yeah. basketball, basketball. So it's like, that's all anyone sees in him. And then he doesn't have that anymore. And he's like, well, okay. Right. Like, it's like, do I, I have I value know. outside of that? Yeah. That's, it's, it's tough for, I think a lot of athletes to figure out who they are, what they're going to do, what their next step is when they've never thought about that. And especially for someone who's like Mr. Basketball, you really think you have a chance. So you spend even like a less amount of time thinking about what you're going to do and who you right. are. Right. Right, because, like, you think you're... He played in D1. I mean, going to Minnesota is a big deal. Yeah. Yeah, being uh, Mr. Basketball of your state means that you were the best person on any team you've been on your entire life, most likely. Right, and, like, yeah, I mean, it's, it's pretty wild how that is kind of... Until this week, all we knew about him, and then what else we learned was still largely about him and largely about basketball anyway. Also, um, surgeries go wrong a lot, by the way. But putting in the wrong screw, is that normal? I mean, I don't know if that's specifically normal, but like I know personally that like surgeries get fucked up a lot. Mm, okay. All right. Fine. I looked at his LinkedIn since he left school. He, first of all, he did go, he didn't take your advice. He did get a graduate degree in business. <laughs> um, well, also, if you're at a D1 school, usually they, they'll pay for a fifth year. So I think that's why a lot of people go to grad school because they have it for free anyways. And so it gives them an extra year to figure it out. Gotcha. Okay. Um, since then, he worked for a company called Infor, which is um, in Minneapolis. I don't really know what it does, but it's like a business software company. And now he says he's doing property development. So don't exactly know what that means, but I hope he's enjoying himself. You know, he's still young too. So maybe he, if he doesn't like his job right now, he can change something else who knows how old is he um joe is he graduated from college in 2015 which was six years ago so he's like 28 so there's still quite young yeah people change careers a lot more than they used to um here's my concern about joe he didn't make a single shot on camera that we saw that's your biggest concern. <laughs> That's my biggest concern. So not only is he having this identity, this understandable identity questions, he's not even good at basketball as far as I can tell. <laughs> my biggest concern about Joe is I'm like, does he like her? I cannot fully tell. I do I think either. him opening up was like, maybe believe like he might trust her. But like Michelle's a really good person. It's not shocking that he would trust her. Yeah. It just seems easy to talk to. I'm just like, do you actually like her? Like, I can't see him wanting to fuck her, if that makes sense. Yes, I understand. There's no like chemistry there or like like lustful chemistry. Yeah. There's no, yeah, there's not there's nothing like there's nothing popping off the screen. I agree with that. I thought their kissing sort of seemed like like when you're like several years into a relationship, like not very exciting. I will say, though, I appreciate it. They did not turn the sounds up on their kissing. I just am disgusted by when they do that. It grosses me out so much. <laughs> um, also, the funny thing is there was no kind of like big end to their date. Like it just sort of ended. Like you would think there'd be like the private concert or like some like fireworks or whatever. But like they just just ended. Maybe we didn't see it, but I thought that was kind of weird and not a great sign. Yeah, it must have not been exciting. It doesn't seem exciting between them. I just really, really like him. And she, I mean, she likes him more than yeah. anyone. Yeah. He's ridiculously hot. I mean. Yeah. Oh, my God. He's so good looking. The zoom ins on his face. I'm like, he really oh is great looking. Also, the shirt he wore to, to the dinner, like just like the simple button down just looks so good. Also, I noticed he basically wears 
wears joggers 100% of the time. Just like, it's a great look for this man. Although I was well, so, probably hot for August in Minneapolis, but. Also, he could for sure be a model. Yeah. He's so like if he hot. wanted to, like the way his body is built, I'm like, you're like the perfect fit model. Uh, yeah, definitely. Everything looks good on you. And he's just like beautiful eyes. I don't know. He's just so hot. It's ridiculous. That's what I, I got from this go episode. With him, that he's hot. Um, no, that he could be a fit model because oh. everything looks good on him. Because <laughs> I too thought to myself like, wow, that looks good on him. That looks good on him. And then I was like, yeah. I think everything probably just looks good on him. He didn't even change from when they arrived in Minneapolis to going on the date. Like he was wearing that plain t-shirt joggers and his black sneakers. And I, I noticed also I noticed because they didn't, they didn't blur out the Nike logo, which I thought was surprising. Um, hmm. But they usually do that kind of thing. But um, I don't know. He just, he's just very hot and very reserved. It doesn't seem like he will really like go further than emotionally go further than what we got tonight because yeah. I'm also just Although, not sure he can. Like, it seems like he's still working through stuff. So Maybe it's just not the right time for him. Although, you know, sometimes a relationship can change change things for you. The Who previews knows? did say, or did show him saying, I'm falling in love with you, which I was like, what? It's just kind it of shocking like, to hear him talk about, like, feelings. <laughs> it seemed like someone probably told him to say that. Like a producer Maybe. or something. I don't see him coming to that on his own this early. It's only been five weeks, which actually feels shorter. I was like, wow, five weeks. That's pretty long. I mean... When Brandon said we're halfway through, I was like, we're already halfway through. She's eliminated 20 guys already. We're down to 10. Yeah. That's one thing I will say that I really appreciate about Michelle. She's like, if I'm not like, you're gone. Go home. Yeah, I know. Chris asked interrupting her other one-on-one. Absolutely outrageous. I mean, how did he even like, obviously he was told to do that. He couldn't just like show up on his own, but we'll come back to that. Nate handled it really well. I'll say that. He did. I thought Nate got the best date like ever. That just seemed like a really, really fun being on a boat on a lake in the summer and just like kicking it is just the absolute best. I was jealous. I was like, I want to do that. I grew up on a lake in Florida and I do think lake vibes are just like easier, more relaxing. Totally. Also, you don't need to like be worried about waves or like creatures. You're just like chilling on the boat. But also like ocean, like how often are you in a boat on the ocean? Not very Infre- often. Very infrequently, yeah. Yeah. On it's a lake, really a it's like, let's get a boat and go go on the lake. Did you go in the water of the lake? In my lake, no, because I have been in the water. Yes, I've been like knocked off of a tube and I literally Michael Phelps it to the boat. <laughs> but in Florida... There are alligators. I've seen alligators in my lake personally. I took my mom water. My mom's a big water skier. And uh, I took her water skiing because I was the only one of my siblings that could, because it's like a specific type of driving, like Mm -hmm. your speed and everything when you're taking someone water skiing. And I was the only one that could do it. So I used to take my mom water skiing all the time. And I remember seeing an alligator in the lake while my mom was water skiing. Oh my God. Do they come up to the surface? Yeah. How do they swim? I don't understand. I don't know anything about animals. When I'm like hanging out with like my friends' kids and like we're like reading like a book or something about animals, I always learn uh, something. Like yeah. I don't I don't know anything about animals. Um, I'm not really sure how alligators swim because they have really <laughs> short arms and legs. I know. I don't but get that. <laughs> I think they just naturally float or something. They're so fucking fast. I know, but that's why you're supposed to like run like in a zigzag, right? Because they can't do that. Yeah, yeah, that's what they say supposedly. I mean, I've I've seen so many alligators in my lifetime from being on from living on that lake. Um, 
I just have no That's interest in going for a swim. That's Disney World. That kid died. Uh, yeah, but that there. lake is different. <laughs> like it literally has signs up being like, don't get in. On the lake that I live in, like people are probably wading in the water right now. Like people swim in it all the time. Non-stop. Has anyone ever been attacked by an alligator? Yes. Um, but it's like the only time that someone has like been seriously injured by an alligator, it's more of the person's fault. No offense. Um, but like if you go swimming at 10 p.m., like you're not supposed to go when the sun's setting or after the sun has set slash when it's setting dawn or dusk, basically. You're not supposed to be in the water. Interesting. Um, yeah. Huh. So if you go swimming during that time, like everyone knows the rules in Florida. That's on you. Um, okay. Well, I will say there was, there was an... There was an alligator by our dock for a long time and we have dogs <laughs> and my mom called the alligator hunters not to kill it. My mom would never kill an animal. Um, but she was like, can you please move it? Cause there's a lake in Florida, actually shout out Pasha. His parents live on this lake where they oh. take alligators from other people's lakes and put all the alligators in that lake in central Florida. So I guess no his one parents goes in live there. on that lake. No, no one goes in that lake. Um, Jesus. But he, not- she called the alligator hunter <laughs> to take it to that lake and the alligator hunter was like, has it attacked anyone? And my mom was like, no, but it's, we've seen it like every other day. And the alligator hunter was like, yeah, sorry. Under like state rules, law, whatever. We can't take the alligator out until it's attacked someone. And oh my mom was God. like, so you want him to attack something first and, and then, then move it. And it ended up biting my dog's leg. So, oh my God. Um, the yeah. way you said leg made me think of Joe. Leg. I mean, sorry, Nate. And the way he said big instead of bag, <laughs> big leg. <laughs> um, Nate said that again two weeks in a row. I guess that's his accent. I think that's like an Ohio Is he thing. From the Midwest? Uh, I think he's from Manitoba. I believe he's Canadian. Oh, if I, oh, if I okay. They have accents correctly. too. Speaking <laughs> yes, of accents, they do. Michelle, I noticed when she was talking to her parents, had a little bit of an accent. Way more Minnesota coming out when she's talking to Minnesotans. And I was thinking maybe she talks slow to like dilute her accent a little bit. Oh, that's interesting. I got some notes from people saying that a lot of Michelle's language and the way that she speaks is very teachery. Like it's the kind of stuff you're taught to do. Speak uh, slowly. Talk about your feelings. Talk about feeling seen because it's like kind of what you're trying to teach kids. So I think yeah. that's part of it too. Um, another note I had for Joe was he seems like a little bit uncomfortable talking about his feelings, right? Mm-hmm. But I'm also like, that's just more normal. Yeah, like, absolutely. M- most people don't want to continually talk about like these traumatic moments or like how deeply they're feeling. And I feel like he's just not giving the producers what they want. And he's just like, I'm just going to do what I would always do. I'm not going to constantly tell a girl how much I like her. Yeah. And also they just met. Even like if you saw each other every single day for five weeks, maybe at the end of the fifth week, you would like share your deepest, darkest trauma. But like who wants to like drag down the like the exciting new part of a relationship with trauma? I mean, sometimes sometimes it's like, you know, unavoidable or whatever. But like generally that's not really like dates the one through 10 material. You just sort of like save it. I guess. I mean, not that you have to, but many people aren't comfortable with that. No, I mean, yeah, no one. I, I think if it were like not on this show and a guy was doing that all the time, like I'd probably be like, mm, we're probably not. You're not probably like, you're not for me. I don't want to hear all of this every freaking time we meet. But when the producer is like on the group date and they like flash to everyone having their conversations with her, it's always that. It's always yeah. people like just sharing their emotions. And I'm like, 
And then it's Joe being like, do you want some candy? I know. I know. Actually, <laughs> he's also just um seems kind of boring. That's like my other concern. In addition to him not being good at basketball, he just seems sort of like not that fun. Like, what does he talk about? What do they talk about outside of basketball? I, we have no evidence. I have a note here that says, I'd like to see Joe be goofy. I yeah. feel like he probably has a goofy side, but he's Loosen like too, up a little. He's too cool to do it on camera is what I'm right. assuming. I think we have to get Joe on the podcast. Once He can't do it until he leaves the show or, or wins. If he wins, it'll be even harder. I don't think he does. Um, but I feel like we, I feel like you can maybe draw it out of him or something. Also, well, I, first of all, I wrote a lot of notes on this date. Not much for the rest of the episode. <laughs> That's because you love Joe. Date. That's good. Yeah. I have a note that J- Joe is wearing a pinky ring. Loved it. Great touch to his outfit. Hmm. I have to think about that. I, in general, don't love male jewelry. I mean, there's obviously some that's great, like a nice chain, some t- a nice watch, some bracelets. Oh, I love a but, watch. Yeah. I mean, watch is, you know, it's essential. I'm a watch person myself. Need to get mine fixed. But I don't really love male rings. And also bracelets are really can vary. Some male bracelets are such a turnoff. It's just like friendship bracelets on like an adult man. Just, <laughs> on adult women too. I kind of don't get some of these like trends of like old friendship bracelets coming back, but I don't know. I mean, I love personalized stuff, but like some of these like yarn ones and just like, don't those get dirty? It's like why you only wear them at summer camp. Oh, yarn. Yeah, I probably wouldn't do yarn, but I do have one of those like beaded ones. I feel like Can you I see like it? the beaded ones. Yeah, I, I get. Yeah, I like that's like an adult bracelet. It's not like for children. <laughs> no, but it's still like a play on the children one. Right, but it's a play on it. It's not yeah. actually like... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not actually for kids. Um, yeah, no. I I loved his ring. But I don't think I'm huge on jewelry. Depends on the person. Joe's going to win me over with the ring. What kind of wedding like band a, does your husband wear? Um, A $5 rubber one from Amazon. Okay, I'm glad... I was about to insult some some wedding bands, but I had to know what your husband wore first before making <laughs> a statement. I really don't like the dark stone ones that are like black or, you know, like when men wear like black wedding bands and it's like some kind of stone or something or I don't know, or glass. I don't know what it is, but I really don't like them. Just keep I don't even simple. know what you're talking about. Just keep it simple. Simple metal, simple rubber um, from Amazon. Just all you need. I think his actual wedding band is like kind of like a gunmetal silver. Not gunmetal. Um, that's fine by me. Matte silver. That's what I mean. Oh, that's cool. Like a matte silver. Yeah. Um, I'm looking at Joe right now. He also was wearing a four finger ring. How do you feel about that? Oh, is that maybe that's what I'm talking about? Does he have two on? I'm looking no. at his hands. So far, I it's, only see the four finger one. Yeah, I think it's the four finger. It's gold, right? Yeah. And it's like bigger. And yeah, this, it has like a yeah. little bit of a shape to it. Yeah. I think that's a real athlete look. I don't think most men can pull that off. He pulls it off. Yeah, him and him and Nate are, and JD from Survivor are doing great with the jewelry. Also, <laughs> Joe's wearing some cool bracelets too. I don't know. It just oh, I didn't it, notice the bracelets. It looks intentional and like not like goofy on him. Like he just is so hot. He can do anything. Yeah, that's probably what it is. <laughs> also, he repeats his words a lot. Yeah. So he'll be like, "Okay, okay." Like he he does that a lot. I think maybe it's a nervous thing. And then I also said, "Did they cheers waters?" <laughs> I don't know. I was wondering, there hasn't been that much drinking on this season in general. And I find that surprising. I don't really know why, but it was like in these green glasses. So you couldn't exactly tell what they were drinking, but it might've been water. It looked like water. It could have been wine though. And like, maybe you just couldn't tell. 
But yeah, it's a lot I, I don't of wine know. in a cup. It was also like a weird, green chalice. Weird cup to put wine in. But yeah, maybe he doesn't drink. Maybe she doesn't drink. Uh, Have we seen her drink at all? Champagne, right? The toasts. Oh yeah, champagne. But we haven't seen him drink other than that. I don't think so. Maybe he doesn't. Maybe they're just not. Maybe she's not a big drinker in general. I don't know. She doesn't seem like a huge partier. No, she doesn't. But who knows? Maybe she gets wild. I'd like for her to, I'd like everyone to get wild. She's so, she's just really got it together. Clayton, who we heard more from this week, asked her like, were you always like this? I thought that was kind of sweet actually when he was like, were you always as confident? I think it's also a funny question because I think very often women project confidence when they like really don't feel that way inside. And I thought- By the way, her story. Which one? Who's that with? Was that with Clayton? When she was talking about her ex? Oh, the one who was like really mean to her? Yeah, and she ended up having to move in with her parents and she thought she oh, yeah, had like so a disease sad. and they couldn't figure out what it was because she wasn't eating. And I thought that was with Joe because she was like sharing her own stories. Or was it with Nate? <laughs> I don't know. I don't oh, it was with Nate. It was with Nate, I think. I think it was, it was with, with Nate. Nate too. Yeah. Um, he didn't really take it that well. He was like, I'm sorry to hear that. <laughs> I wouldn't take it that well either. That was a lot. I know. It is a lot. Anxiety is really real. It can do crazy things to you. Yeah, but obviously she wasn't always that confident. I know, I know. I, but anyway, I thought that was sweet. That also felt very, that was like a, I just, I related to that moment. And I just feel like very, very, she must have, I don't know how you're supposed to answer that without like revealing that either you're like, either super confident or not confident at all. And I feel like both are, are not necessarily good. Although Clayton, Great answers. Yeah. Yeah. Although, although I think Clayton was just trying to like be cute. I have one note for Clayton. Okay. Why is he the bachelor? (laughs) No. My note says, do I tune out Clayton? Because I didn't remember anything that he said. (laughs) (laughs) That's how I feel about uh, commercials. Like when they come on, if I'm I'm watching sports, it's like the only time I encounter commercials. I just stop paying attention. Like I immediately tune it out. Like I just, it just does not get into my brain. So maybe Clayton for you is like commercial for me. I mean, he is totally unnoteworthy. There's like nothing particularly like interesting about him as far as I can tell. Well, made me think about my, my, my commercial intake and I don't, I don't pay attention to commercials either, but usually I change the channel. Okay. Well, I'm lazy. Uh, I used to change the <laughs> channel more when I had cable, but now that I have YouTube TV, it's like less oh, of a cha- channel surfing. Yeah. Yeah. Clayton is just totally unremarkable. Like even though he won the group date, like, okay, that was a stupidest group like, date. How did he win? I don't know. That whole group date was very confusing to me. First of all, I knew it wasn't really going to be the Vikings, right? We all knew that. And then did Vikings really eat that kind of food? I I doubt it. I don't know. But also why? Like, I feel like on other shows when they make you eat food, there's like a winner. Like there's a there's actual like challenge. Like they were just taking bites of food. It wasn't like who ate the most. Right. I, I know. And, and then like just throwing the tree trunk, they didn't like actually do anything with it. Yeah. And then screaming. <laughs> Chris S being like, uh, they're all going to lose because they're them and I'm Chris S. And I was just like, what? Uh, he sucked. I'm so, so glad he's gone. gone. Also, I, he revealed that he's from a Southern state and I was surprised by that. I was like, uh, we didn't get any of that before. Cause he was I talking, was. he said men from Mississippi only eat like good Louisiana, Louisiana only eat good crawfish or only eat good uh, sea fish, seafood, seafish. Seafood. Yeah. Um, sure. He's so annoying. I will say he took the, um, the dumping. Well, 
Yeah. I thought he was I thought he was gonna cause a scene. He was just like, okay. He had to have known he was out, right? Like that only ends one of two ways. Like she picks you or she doesn't. And yeah. he knew she wasn't she wasn't picking him. Yeah. Rodney was on the group date and I just find him funny. Like he's very all sweet. His, all his like like facial expressions and like he'll ask these little questions. I think I think he's a great guy. Yeah. He seems he seems lovely. He was really happy to get a rose at the end. I was happy for him. I feel like his voice always sounds different. And I'm confused when he speaks. Like when they have him do voiceovers and you don't see him talking. I'm like, was this Rodney talking the whole time or was it someone else? <laughs> he it's very will, confusing for me. He'll do great on Bachelors in Paradise. Bachelors yeah, in Paradise. <laughs> oh my God. She, he really will. And he, uh, he just seems like he'll make someone very happy one day as, as an apple. He'll be the apple of someone's eye. Do you think they have a a connection or no? No. I think friendly. I think she seems like she's got a friendly connection with him. I think she's really only got a connection with Brandon, Nate, and she's into Joe, but there's not really like a connection there. They just on paper. I hate when, I hate when she says this. I hate when anyone says this, like he checks a lot of boxes and it's like, okay, who cares? Like while that is good, like theoretically, it's not just about, the box checking, obviously. And I know that's also a cliche, but it only takes you so far in this game. I am a believer of if you like someone, you create boxes for them to check. Mm-hmm. That's a great like, point. Like if you like someone, you're just going to be like, he checks all the boxes. What boxes? You're just going to start saying things that the boxes that he checks. The things that you like about him. Yeah. Like he's X, he's like, Y. Like this is great yeah. because you focus on the Nate, things you like about someone. Nate, Brandon, and Joe, I feel like are all three very different personalities and they all check all the boxes. Like, no, (laughs) it's just, they check the boxes that you want them to check because you like them. Right. They all check different boxes. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. But uh, yeah, just everyone on the group date is sort of like interchangeable because neither Joe nor Nate were there. I guess Brandon was, but it was just really pointless. You know, it's weird. Um, or I don't know if it's weird, just an observation. On Matt's season, I feel like there was like uh, a lot of chatter about who he was going to pick. Was he going to pick a black girl? Was he going to pick a white girl? And I feel like there's been like no chatter for Michelle's season. And it seems like pretty obvious she's going to pick a black guy, right? Yeah, I agree. Do you think that's a good thing? Because it's obviously a choice. Not obviously, but I would suspect it's a choice. Like, I would suspect there's more conversation about race that among the men than we're seeing. Um, yeah. And were the women, were the women themselves the ones who were talking about race or was that the conversation like around the show during Matt season? I feel it's, like, I feel like it was a conversation around the show, like yeah. not on the show around the show. Yeah. yeah. But I think part of that was also because the Chris Harrison stuff went down during that time. So like, yeah, race was so much in the forefront, but I guess I'm just sort of curious, like, you know, she brings up race a lot, but the guys, a lot. yeah, the guys don't bring it up that much. And like, none of them really reciprocate like with like a substantive conversation about like their experience. Um, I feel like Rick, race. Rick has had some good moments talking about race and just, he kind of says the right things. Yeah. And Olu did um, last yeah. week talking yeah. about his sisters, but the I think conversation fact- seems so much more mature with this yeah. group. Yeah. I was going to say, I think the fact that like we kind of, it's not such a focal point is positive because it means that it's like being worked into the show and it's natural and it's not like, this obstacle or like this outside force that like no one knows how to handle. I mean, and that's probably credit to her because she does bring it up and she's like very focused on making everyone aware of her experience. So 
I think it's positive. Also, like, you know, you and I have talked about this, but the best reality shows are the ones that are just like diverse because that's the show and like have and like talk about, they don't really have to talk about race because it's not like a major issue. Like the challenge is always my example for this. It's like has plenty of its own issues, but race is not one of them. Yeah. I do feel like this kind of feels like this, this season is diverse because it's just diverse and it's not like, you know, something that we have to talk about. Yeah. And it, it seems like everyone also just sort of moves along with it, which is definitely good. I'm, yeah. I'm glad that it's like less of a focal point because I also think like even in our conversations, we touch on it, but it doesn't like, it's not like some, you know, dance around like a big issue or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, like, maybe it's also like just for me, I feel that way more as a, like a white person. Whereas like, I don't know what the experience is like for you, but like I, I felt like with Matt's season very frequently, I like want to make sure I was saying the right thing. And I feel like because of, because of Michelle and the way that she's kind of led this season, it's just a much, much more broachable kind of topics in general. Yeah. I think maybe Michelle is just handling it better than what we've seen post Matt. Yeah, absolutely. She just like has a lot of command. Um, but I do think Matt's season was just unfair to him because there was just way too much stuff happening off the show. Yeah. Plus, they had some real trash women, like Victoria. Also, the the editing was really bad. Yeah, Anna, horrible. And they focused on like all these like bitchy women who yeah. were like, you know, like just creating so many microaggressions, and it was like, it yeah. was like insane. So this is much better. These guys are just way more respectful of each other than those women were of each other. Yeah, yeah, it de- yeah. This it, I had a few comments on like all the or the strengths of the bromance this season. They are seriously into each other. Like whenever someone leaves, they're sad. By the way, I got to pour one out for Aaron Holiday. I mean, for uh, uh, Leroy, Leroy Holiday. Is, is Aaron the one you think he looks most like? <laughs> kind of. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. I was really sad to see him go, but you knew it was coming. I know. Cause he didn't speak the entire show. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Reese's peanut butter cups. All right. It's official. I think I've discovered the ultimate coupling of all time. Like any good relationship, they really balance each other out. One is super sweet, and the other, well, they can be a little nutty sometimes. It is, of course, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. So perfect, some would call it true love. Find Reese's now at a store near you. This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee eBay knows that when it comes to jewelry, authenticity is the real gem. When you see the blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, it means your next piece will be carefully inspired by jewelry experts and will always be worth its weight in gold. Whether you're looking to make a statement or build the perfect everyday look, eBay is making sure you get the real deal. With eBay authenticity guarantee, you can trust that jaw-dropping piece will always arrive jaw-droppingly real. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. 
Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. From this point forward, the eliminations are going to be good. Definitely. It'll be emotional. Yeah, because the only person I see left that I don't think she likes is Martin. Mm-hmm. I don't. I couldn't believe he stayed. Their one-on-one conversation was so weird. Also, please don't use the word female. Like she was using it about herself, but both of them just say women, say whatever, ladies. It's just wh- like when they say female, it's just bizarre. Wait, can I you explain that. why do people hate female? Does it just sound condescending? I think it sounds condescending, but also. If you're, t- it's like referring to sex versus gender, and and like be, gender is like being a, a woman or like you know the pronouns that you choose. Whereas you're born, is your you're parts. born, yeah, yeah, exactly. Gotcha. Yeah, and so it's like it's like reductive, and also it, it does. It. it just also does sound really ignorant to me. It sounds condescending to me. Yeah. So like I don't like it, but then when other people started not to like it. I was like, they don't like it for the reason I don't like it. So why don't they like it? <laughs> But yeah, it, re- it refers to your anatomy, not to like your that makes person. Sense. Yeah, that makes sense. But also, like, what was he trying to say? I honestly didn't get it. I rewound it a few times, and he was like, say, he was saying he doesn't. Uh, that he, he didn't. Say, he told the guys after the fact that women in Miami were high maintenance, but I never heard him say to Michelle the Miami part. And so he I was did. just very confused. He did. Yes. He said, I'm asking. I had a hard time hearing it, to be honest. He was like, I'm asking that because women in Miami are really high maintenance. And she was like, what do you mean by that? And he was like, well, they just think that a man is supposed to do everything for them. And she was like, yeah, but how specifically are they high maintenance? What makes a woman high maintenance? And he was like, I answered like any woman that thinks that a guy is supposed to just do everything for them. And she's like, what's the difference between a female being high maintenance and a male being high maintenance. And he was like, well, men never go into relationships thinking that they're just going to get taken care of. Right. And she like started laughing and he was like, am I wrong? Am I wrong? And it's like, (laughs) bro. Yeah. It goes both ways. Yeah. Seriously. Um, Also, I feel like it would have been better if he was just like, I've seen that when I'm in Miami, I come across a lot of girls that maybe are, I'm making this up by the way, but like if he was like that are materialistic and like, they really want their high maintenance because they want the best of the best. And if it's not that, then they're not happy and they're not just like happy with the person and what the person can give. That's an answer I can accept. Sure. You being that's, like, that's yeah. specific. He didn't share any specifics. No, he was just like, girls just want, you know, to be taken care of. And it's like, okay, dude. Also it's like, an- if you know, if you know Michelle at this point, why the fuck would you say that? He knew he was in trouble when he was like blabbering and she was asking he questions. He was trying to like back. reel it back in and he's couldn't. Yeah. He he knew that it was not. And then the way he was talking well. to the guys, I'm just like, you're not the person for her. For her. No, I don't. I don't know who he is the person for. I hope he finds someone. He's so weird to me. <laughs> also, I, I didn't care. know he was from Miami. I did. And I feel like I that makes so much more sense. With his hair? Yeah. With his racing stripes, I've learned those are called. And like in sideburns. Thank what you to whoever do? told me. He's a personal trainer. Duh. It all tracks. I don't care for Martin. I, I was really surprised she kept him. She probably had to because she sent Chris S home. And so she like, the one that she could burn, she 
use on him. She could have easily kept Leroy or Casey. Casey seems sweet. He's definitely not for me, but he seems like a sweet guy for someone. Both Leroy and Casey are unproblematic, good-looking guys. Just keep him around for one more week. I don't find Casey particularly good-looking. Leroy, I don't know anything about. Like, give me one Leroy fact. He said... Yeah, you don't have one. Well, I I know he's a PhD student from looking him up. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Also on his Instagram... From looking him up, he is a model. It seems lots of model oh. pictures. He's also on TikTok. Okay, um, so he's alive. <laughs> it's, he's like that's not. Yeah. It's not a fact. <laughs> no, like he was posting like TikTok videos on his Instagram, like oh. to like the like I don't I know say, to TikTok to expand specific. his platform. Um, sure, yeah. Seems to have a lot of friends too. Okay, well, that speaks well of him. But again, I don't know anything about him. These are just not not real facts. So No, I don't even know where he's from. uh, I'm going to assume California, but I might be assuming that because of the holidays. I I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) He also said, I only remember him saying like one word this week. And it was like he he went to go pull Michelle and it showed him like pulling her. But then the conversation was her and and, um, Rodney. And I was like... (laughs) Okay, he's going home. Yeah. We didn't see, like, all he said were those two words the whole day. Like, is there something wrong with his voice? Like, why doesn't he get to talk on the show? Also, update, he lives in Dallas where he's a PhD student. He was born in Italy to parents who emigrated from Ghana and then moved his family to the U.S. Like, I would have loved to have learned about that. That's such an interesting backstory. Yeah. So maybe we'll find out about it on Paradise or something. But Leroy, we, we'll miss you and we'll miss you know, the holiday presents. I posted like, what do you guys think about this season? And so many people were saying like, they didn't think she got a great group of guys. And I'm like, I think she did. It's funny you say that because I feel like when I talk to you, your enthusiasm rubs off on me. But then when I'm not talking to you, I'm like, these guys suck. (laughs) Like, I'm like, Casey, I'm like, he's sweet. I'm like, I guess I do think he's sweet, but like, I wouldn't go out with him. I don't think I, I wouldn't like recommend him to any of my friends. And like Leroy, I don't know anything about him. So I don't know. Like, I, I think I like him. But like Chris S sucked. The other Chris who was really into spoken word poetry seemed funny. There's been but like, two guys that have sucked. Usually there's a lot more than that. I don't know. I think many Peter, the the Pete the Preneur, he sucked. Will oh, he Pizza, sucked. I forgot about her. Um Him. Jamie. Liar. Will used to, wait, yeah. Jamie and Chris were the two I was saying sucked. Will ended up being okay. Pete Preneur, not great. But like, do you want to date Will? No. No, I don't, but on maybe every you would single talk to season Will and hide, the- but that's it. <laughs> yeah, maybe if I was blacked out. Um, <laughs> I think on most Bachelorette seasons, like there's a lot of guys I would not date. I guess that's true, but I, I think that there have been some casts that are really good. Like, Even on this season, how many other guys would you date? Date. Joe. Leroy. Um, Isn't it weird? I would also go on a date with Leroy and I know nothing about him. <laughs> it's because he's a PhD student for me. I'm like, okay, we can get at least three dates out of that. I can ask some questions. I um, think it's because he's a PhD student and he has to be related to the holidays some way and the holidays <laughs> seem like a great family. <laughs> they really do. Oh my God. Drew and Lauren holidays seem like such great people. Awesome people. Yeah. They really seem like it. How's her health? Is she doing okay? No idea. I don't know. I don't know either of them. They just... <laughs> Seem great. They have an amazing reputation. (laughs) I I love all the work that they're doing in the black community. Yeah. Yeah. They just seem awesome. And like, you know, she had a brain tumor and they seem, I don't know. They just seem like they're doing, they're a great family. I just also also, two athletes. 
Three. I, There's three. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Lauren and Drew. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I was like, don't discount Aaron Holiday. No, 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 no. I know Aaron, Justin, and Drew. Also, yeah. the name Drew is just great. I don't love the spelling. I I, I just love the spelling. What? <laughs> it makes me like it more. Why? Because <laughs> I'm like, who came up with this? That's so great. This is probably how it should be spelled. No way. Jeru. Absolutely not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely not. Um, I'm looking at this this cast list of who else would I date. So far, I've got Leroy and I've got Joe. Um, that wraps it up for me. That's it. I think that might be it for me as well. I, I, I can't think of anyone else. On Katie's season, who would you date? Those guys seemed very young to me. These guys seem more mature. Um, Andrew S. I liked. Would you date him? Oh, I definitely date Justin. The ones who speak the least, I would date. But Justin from Baltimore, super hot. He's like an. I don't, I, I don't think I would have dated any of them, but I do I would, think I would definitely. I love Justin. Justin. I love Andrew. I love Greg. Greg I wouldn't have dated. Greg's a no for me. I wouldn't have dated any of them, but Greg I love is like, them. Ugh, Greg is just like the fuckest fuck. Who won? Ever. Oh, Blake. Loved Blake. Wouldn't date him. They broke up. I would definitely not date Blake. He wouldn't date me. I don't like animals. Um. I don't know. I think that the last couple of seasons have been rough, but previously there's plenty of guys that I would have dated. Like for God's sakes, I would have married Ben Higgins. Shout out to Ben. Congratulations. They got married. I mean, probably not, but I would have considered it at least. I love Ben. Whose season was Ben on? He was on Caitlin's. He was King oh, yeah. the third and then he oh, was yeah. bachelor. Oh, Caitlin has some good guys. Caitlin's Mike's season, right? Caitlin was on no not Mike who's no Mike? was Mike on her season smiley oh, no. Mike Mike was on Hannah B's season oh oh Hannah B had a great season she had an awesome group I mean just absolutely excellent group. yeah but that's like that's like out that that's like outrageous that's not that's not normal no that's why that's that season was so part of the reason why I was so good those guys were great great yeah. Dustin so hot I mean there's a lot on her season Yes, really, really good group. And then she had two losers in Jed and Luke, but they were good TV, so it's fine. I don't know. A lot of good options. We haven't talked about Nate's date. Let's talk about Nate's one-on-one with her two friends. Yeah. The two friends, friends. They did. They seemed sweet. They seemed super normal, just straight-up normies hanging out on the boat. That's just like the best date. And then they had that dinner. It was just totally normal. Totally normal. I will, like... I don't know. Nate's There's something lacking with Nate. Nate didn't orate well. He doesn't seem that into her either. No. He just seems like he's like going along. Like for the when ride. she was when she was talking about how into him she was, he was like, I'm cheesing right now. I was like, or just <laughs> or just smile. You're barely yeah. smiling. <laughs> just give us something. Yeah, he just didn't seem that into her. And he just seems like he does think he has it in the bag. <laughs> that just reminded me of the moment. Um spoiler alert of succession last night like Shiv let him go you don't like him oh my god are they trying to make Shiv look bad yeah her outfits are the, awful that suit that she was wearing last oh, night oh I, I thought you meant like like oh as look, a person yeah. oh well yeah obviously <laughs> she thinks she's uh, so smooth I'm like Shiv we all see what you're doing but that that um pencil skirt suit that she was wearing looked awful horrid I was like horrid I was like, is this intentional? Like, what the fuck's going on? Also, lots of like, sorry, we're getting really off topic, but lots of like color tones in her outfits that blend with her skin. Yeah, like put her in some rich blue and green and yeah, like very never, washed out. 
Yeah, like these like camel colors are just not what a redhead needs. You got to put a redhead in in like aqua and like sapphire and no, it's not good. Jade. Yes, that'd be great as well. <laughs> jewel tones. Yeah, jewel tones. Jewel, jewel tones would look great on her. Yeah, exactly. Um, I didn't really think that that uh, Michelle's. I about to say her sisters. I didn't think her friends seemed that like impressed by Nate either. Maybe they just were nervous on camera. I like the idea of friends coming in, but they very infrequently are used properly. Like they should have done some like some real like activity to get to know him instead of just sitting there. But that also, on the other hand, seemed really fun. I feel like this just seemed normal. It seemed like a very normal date, which is great. It just doesn't give us, you know, super thrilling TV. Not a ton of fireworks. Yeah. I also thought that his outfit um, reminded me of Shiv, actually, when he was wearing like the white shirt and khakis. I was like, oh, it's like a Shiv style outfit for the when they went on the dinner portion. Oh, I remember when he stood up. I do think he's so hot, too. he, He handled. I don't think he's hot. You don't? No. I'm in some ways more attracted to him than Joe. No way. It's not close. It's just a different kind of personality. I told you I like jerks. Nate is obviously more of a jerk than Joe. For sure. And it but dra- it drags me in. <laughs> he's super tall. And it... Uh, I don't know if this is like a good thing to say, but um, when super tall people are bad at basketball, it weirds me out. Yeah, it's weird because you expect them to like be really good athletes. I mean, I think also for you makes just, sense. Your basketball like just background. Decent, just decent. We don't like, know if he's can do anything sports-wise. Well, he did the one-on-one. He went one-on-one versus Joe and looked oh, right. goofy. Yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> um, but yeah, it always weirds me out. I'm like, what happened? Like, there's just no world where like you're that tall and no one ever was like, you should go play basketball <laughs> or do something. <laughs> I think he played tennis, right? Oh, did he? If I, I need to see correctly. him. I need to see him play tennis to get more attracted to him. Because like watching him play basketball and knowing he was tall, I was like, oh. <laughs> By the way, Very I really strange. thought you. Were, I really thought you were going to say something else about a six eight man, but that's fine. <laughs> like when you were like, I don't know if I should say this or not. I thought something else was coming. I wasn't sure what, but I didn't think it would be about <laughs> him being bad at basketball. <laughs> you thought it was going to be offensive. No, otherwise, like he's generally like an attractive guy. He just like... He's got a lot of confidence. He does. That is attractive. I do like that. Yeah. It's very I do attractive. Like that. Yeah. He, I don't like his tattoos. That's my problem with him. Oh, Too many. I think I don't like his... some his, his He has a hoop earring. I think it's, it's a bit of a dangly. <laughs> the dangly is not for me. JD style. It's the... 2021 is the year of the male dangly, which... I don't know. I think I'm getting on board if you're able to pull it off. He also, um, Jody, who writes about The Bachelor for the site, pointed out that he has like two studs in his nostril. Yeah. He's got a lot of jewelry. Also very daring. But this is a man who thinks he can do it. And I kind of, I admire it. Yeah. He's, yeah. But he, he also wears a four finger ring. I didn't know this was a thing. Speaking of JD, can I just plug how freaking good Survivor is always great show consistently great television it's a little confusing with some of the challenge some of the advantages but it doesn't really matter because the show is this season but like and and even with all the it's still so good yeah like like incredibly consistent very few reality television shows where i am always like this is so good big brother being one of them but survivor being another one um I think that there's... I saw that someone from The Bachelor, I think, is going on the next season of Big Brother. Oh, my God. We'll, we'll have to find out. I bet, it's be like Colt, I bet it's like Colton or something. 
feel like Colton will do anything. Probably. Anyway, this week we also said goodbye to Leroy and Casey, as we said. Casey gave her the... And Chris S. And Chris S. Casey gave her the, you've got a great group of guys here. And I I always love when the dudes do that on the way out, just being like, almost like making themselves look better. Like, don't worry, I know you'll find someone. It's like, yeah, she's not worried. She got rid of you, dude. (laughs) I think it's nice. He's like, I hope you find your person. Yeah, sure. Caitlin was wearing just a terribly tailored dress. It was like one of those blazer dresses, a la Meredith Marks, but it fit so poorly. It was so wrinkled. I was like, was she just sitting for it like so long and no one told her to stand up or steam the dress? Like, what the hell? She looks so, it just didn't fit. I don't know, but we're seeing them less and less, it feels like, which fine. It's just weird to like not see them all episode and then have two people to come and say, last rose. Yeah, seriously. It's just not necessary, but great stuff. Um, and I, yeah, now next week we got some tears. It seems like, as per usual, more Minneapolis. I'm wondering if they're going to go somewhere else for the finale. I hope they do. I hope this is like a lot. There's another stop along the way. We shall find out. It seems like it based off the previews. Like I don't think they can do all that stuff in Minneapolis, but maybe I'm, I'm so wrong. I'm so glad to have left the desert. I just I feel more alive knowing that they're in the humid <laughs> the humid summer of Minneapolis. I'm happy for them. <laughs> I will not be missing it ever. Um, I'm excited for next week because now we're getting into the nitty gritty. I'm looking forward to it too. It's all, it usually gets really good around this time. I wonder yeah. if someone will get to meet Michelle's parents before the finale. It's nice that she got to see them. By the way, so cute. Yeah, they're really sweet people. Delightful. Yeah. All right, everybody. Oh, yes. In the, the previews, <laughs> it shows a dad being like, I don't think he's ready. Did that not look like Joe's dad? It did. Yeah. It's a good call. Joe's in a self-eliminate. I'm positive. I felt, I've thought it since week one. Has anyone ever, and I really do not wish this on Michelle, but has anyone ever just said no? Like been left standing there? Not at the like final proposal, but like shortly beforehand, it's happened two times and I can think of at least two times. One of them is... Des Brooks left her and she was weeping and the other was Allie and um, Frank left her. She was definitely going to pick Frank. Uh, I think those are the two biggies. So yeah, I'm just we'll wondering. see. Yeah. Kai McMullen. Thank you for producing this episode for more of me and Callie. Check us out on the ringer reality TV podcast. We're talking Salt Lake city there with our pal, Rachel Lindsay. We'll be back later this week and next week we're going to do a mailbag. We'll put up a Twitter prompt and whatnot. And we'll put it on our Instagrams, but um. Let us know what you want us to talk about. Got any questions? We're happy to answer. Bye. Adios. This episode is brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. As a ruthless king builds his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, enter the kingdom in IMAX on May 10th and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. 
You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.